Hello, this is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 106 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode The Life of B-E-N. And I just want to remind you guys that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m., so go there, let me know what you think of the show, uh, give me some comments, stuff like that, or you can subscribe on iTunes, uh, the podcast will hit there Sunday night, uh, give me some likes, some stars, stuff like that. Uh, also, you know, let me know how well I'm doing or what I can do to improve. Or you can go to uh, the Google Play Store and go uh, subscribe there if you're on an Android device. Uh, do what you would do there. I've said before and I'll say it again. I do not understand Android. That's not my ecosystem. Uh, do what you would do there to let me know how I can improve the show and give me the ratings and things like that. Or you can go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com and... Uh, um, you can go there and just drop me a line. Let me know what I can do to improve the show, uh, things like that, and, uh, you know, so on and so forth. So, uh, or you can go to Twitter and find me at Just Little Jail. Uh, go there. I will get better about uh, promoting this. Um, yeah, I always say that, but I'm trying to get better at promoting this. So I'm calling this episode The Life of B-E-N because my friend uh, Benjamin Arish Nelson uh I was very close with him when I was younger, and I mean, I mean, we're, we're, we were still close until he died. But uh, he was born on May seventh, nineteen seventy-two, and he passed away on March eighth, twenty nineteen. So uh, the previous episodes, when I've done like these kind of uh, revised obituaries, um, it was me just solo talking what I felt because it was my family. I do consider Ben to be my family, but I actually interviewed um, Ben's stepbrother, Joseph Johnson. Uh, and talked about growing up with Ben. It's his stepbrother. Um, the only thing that I didn't get was like when they were, you know, living together, when that started. But they both played tons of games together. I know I've known Joseph two years less than I've known Ben, if that makes sense. I knew Ben when I was 18. I think I met Joseph when I was 20. So we've known each other for a long time. And we sat down for about an hour and just talked about Ben's life. And I thought this was a great way to memorialize Ben. We made each other laugh, uh, remembering uh, what Ben meant to us and, and, um, Joseph told me what obviously Ben meant to him, and it was just great for us to sit down and talk. So without further ado, this is me and uh, Joseph Johnson, Benjamin Arish Nelson's uh, stepbrother, just talking about what it was like to grow up with Ben. And uh, we're kind of just giving him a long uh, obituary that couldn't fit in, you know, a newspaper or some website. So without further ado, here you guys go. So yeah, that the question I asked you last night, when because I know when I met Ben, I was eighteen, and uh, he had already been playing D and D for years at his house with friends, and I know yeah. you obviously uh, being how far apart were you guys in age? That was one thing I did. I never asked you because I know how Ben was what uh, he was like forty. How yeah, how far apart were you guys in age? So he was 40, you're 41 or whatever right now? I'm 42, so... Oh, okay. Made, um, 40. Right. That's, that's right, because the way I always remembered it was I was 30 years younger than Dad. Oh. He was like 20 years or 30 years younger than my mom. Okay. So my mom's 69, so he would have been 49. Oh, I got you, I got you. So, yeah, so, I mean, obviously, I came into the group way late. When was the first time? Because you and Ben had played tabletop games and stuff. When when, when, when did you guys start playing tabletop stuff together? Uh, I mean, we used to play, like, Risk. You know, that was one I remember yeah. I used to play. Um, was we it... didn't start doing D&D until, like, basically him and Debbie got together. Mm. Like, that was the early 90s or late 80s? I think that when I remember they talked, like yeah, I remember them talking about that move into Washington and, uh, yeah, it was it, them just mentioning, I think it was the early nineties. And so, yeah. um, so, but I mean, that was the tabletop side. I mean, that's when we started playing D&D. That's when 
started doing the, you know, trying to figure out what kind of characters I wanted to play and all that. Right. You know, when you're younger, you're like, I want to be this crazy character mm. that's got all this. The 40-page the backstory of, like... Yeah. There's a lot of talk on that online and like, where does your character go if you've already written 20 pages of backstory on, you know, all these cool events. But that was one thing you and I talked about before we were going to do this interview about Ben was whenever he had a crazy story, it was through experience. It wasn't through backstory. His, when I ran into it, yeah, it was all, his characters were kind of, yeah, he's a giant, a half giant or whatever. Uh, But then he would tell stories and I was like, is that backstory? And he's like, no, that happened two weeks ago. Like at the table, my guy, you know, was in a gladiatorial arena and could heal and was the only one that could survive through each turn because he was healing, you know, everybody else had died. And it, it was all that kind of stuff that I loved about Ben. Cause again, his wife, Debbie was more of the backstory person where she was always had these elaborate backstories and the table sessions were good, but Ben was the one who it was like, Oh, you did all this stuff, you know, like with die rolls and role playing and things like that. So that was one thing I liked about Ben. And you got, you said you started in, it it was like the nineties. So like who did he approach you or did you approach him? Was he playing with some, obviously he was playing with Debbie and his, his wife and everybody at the table, but did you just come over and were you like, what are you guys doing? Like, Well, I mean, you're 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 technically half brothers, right? So it's like, yeah. yeah but I mean, yeah, but you're brother. I mean, you're yeah. But me and him have always been really, really close. I mean, it's just how we've always been. So I would always go and hang out with Ben. So Ben, like before Ben got with uh, his wife and all that, you know, and they he'd come to spend weekends at the house. Well, pretty much we'd spend the entire weekend together. Mm. Yeah. You know, we'd roll up our characters and decide which character we're going to play for this, you know, this campaign. And then the whole weekend, we would spend playing D&D and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I had those sessions too. I, with you guys, I would go like Friday or Saturday night at Ben's place. But then I had some friends where it was the same thing, where they were in Tacoma. And it was like, when I met, I actually met them through Ben. It was uh, Chris and Josh. And they said, well, we're doing stuff at our house for the weekend, so you either come over to Ben and Debbie's or you can come over to our place. And there was a couple weekends where I I liked uh, Chris and Josh because it was smaller. There was fewer people. There was like him and there was maybe three or four people gaming. You know, and you know at Ben and Debbie's place there was like 10 to 12. Yeah, it would get crazy Yeah, and then you, you had no idea. You were like, who's top, who, what's happening? You know, and then if you didn't speak up, there was a lot of people that got resentful about you know, when you would travel, you'd be like, well, what do you, you know, Joseph, what are you doing? And you're like, you forgot about me two hours ago. Like I was last time I was in the end. Are you going to talk to me or not? You know, but that's one of the reasons nowadays I don't run big groups because it's just hard to keep that momentum, you know, going. And, and what was so bad about it was it was great to play. And I, I loved playing those games because I liked the people we played with, with the exception of like maybe Oh, yeah. There's just so much side talk that, like, you'd start playing, and three hours into it, you only went, like, to one area. Yeah. Where well, that. You'd be playing until 2, 3 o'clock in the morning and barely got anything done. Well, speaking of that, speaking of that, years later, I went to Christian Dawson's. They invited me back over, and this was, like, years after, and they had eight people over, and they were running a game, and everybody was very respectful. There was no side talk. But I watched the clock, and I was the ninth person on the initiative roll. And you watch the clock, and Chris was telling an amazing story, but he was spending 10 or 15 minutes with a person. So then I can, I, I can do – I'm terrible at math, but you're looking at the clock just like – so you spent – you know, it's been four hours, and you spent 30 minutes with me basically. You know, like it's, it's one of the – that's still – and everybody there was respectful. Nobody was talking. People were like reading the rules in between their turn or trying to read up on something. But – 
I remember really looking at the clock going, man, I don't ever want to, you know, that was a better experience. You know, nobody was being disrespectful. Chris was telling a good story. It was just like, I don't want to run a big group again. You know, like, I don't want to do that. I think that was one of the reasons why I stopped going over to Ben and Debbie's because it was just like, I, again, I was exactly like you. I love playing. I love the experience. Maybe there was one or two people I didn't get along with, but we're not getting anything done role-playing wise or, you know, like how many campaigns did you guys start versus how many did you finish, you know? Um, well, I don't think we really ever finished any campaigns. And then every once in a while, we'd go from D&D to like cyberpunk or mm-hmm. something like Vampire that. or... Yeah, you get that one cyberpunk game and you're like, oh my God, this is so awesome. I'm so ready to get, get it, like really get into it. And then we never played it. Yeah, or next week was D&D. But I mean, so... So what was, so I asked you last night too, to think about, did you and Ben ever, when you were playing together, did you guys play siblings or like, were you, I mean, off board, obviously you guys are really close, but did you ever like, Hey, let's roll up siblings and run through this or whatever, you know? Yeah, the, all those names ring a bell because he only he had a small stable of characters, but again, he had a, lots of experiences with all of them, and they were higher level. And so he didn't he wasn't one of those guys that made a character every week. He's like, no, I'm gonna play, you know, Kazar. You're like, oh, oh yeah. wow. That's what he that's what he would do. I mean, there was very few times that he would, unless somebody said, no, we're all starting off at level one characters, or you need like a level four character. Something like that. Otherwise, it was all of our older characters. You know, that's like I said. I would play my uh, Blue Walk Toodles or my Dragon Yeah, I remember. I remember um, Toodles. And that ended up somehow being more aligned with Debbie, his wife's character, than it was his. Uh, yeah, that's kind of a bummer. I would I I would have liked to seen you guys do that at the table of like we're gonna be siblings, you know, and like that would be cool. And then if you guys really would have, you know, ran your like okay, so just like we were doing with our thing of like oh we're both rangers, like you need to be the up close ranger, I'll be the far away ranger, stuff like that. Um, like it would have been cool if you and Ben did that. Like you know I'm I'm a, I'm a frost giant, he's a fire giant. We'll come up with some weird backstory. Uh, but yeah. yeah, you know, like when, when we were younger, I mean, me and him, it was so funny that we were like night and day. You know, Ben was always the one that was like, yeah, it's whatever, and I'm the one who's always like, oh, I'm getting into this or I'm doing this. Oh, right. You know, so it just always he would we would always give each other crap about stuff like that, but it was oh, just. Yeah. That was just how me and him always was. He'd always call me his little preppy, snobby brother. <laughs> well, you did look nice in a polo shirt. I mean, you still look nice in a polo shirt. But back in the day, I was like, I remember that one time, like, you, I don't know if it was, like, you weren't unshaven and disgusting. But for one, I remember a couple of sessions, you, like, had shaved and just bathed and, like, came out in a polo shirt and shorts because we usually play in the summer. And I was like, Wow. Like, wow, like, really, you're like, hey, my character is a prince. I'm going to dress the part. I'm I'm doing method. I've cleaned up. I'm wearing a belt, everybody. Like, I remember you coming out. There was a couple. I was like, wow, okay, all right. Uh, Todd came to play. Saturday nights, and that's when all the fun stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go out. Uh, yeah. That was the thing, too. That I mean, I again, I always had the... the um, but I remember sometimes I came over and, like, Ben would be playing just a board game with his... Um, with Tommy, with his with his son or whatever, you know? Like, his, um, his stepson or whatever. Um, and uh, Tommy would always kill Ben. I remember, <laughs> I remember playing one of the risks, like, the... The um, like like twenty forty two whatever the future risk was twenty ninety nine whatever it was, and his uh for whatever reason Tommy always got tricked into killing Ben, 
because the other people, like all the other people that are playing are like, no, Ben's a threat. And Ben be like, listen, Tommy, they're messing with your mind. And Ben would show his resources. I have no resources, Tommy. I'm no threat to you. I'm on the other side of the map. I'm trying to hold on to what I have. And somehow there was some Jedi mind trick where Tommy would just go after Ben. Every time Ben was like, what are you doing? And then the other guys would be there collecting resources. And since I only played the game once or twice, I was like, you guys just tell me what to do on my turn because I've only played this game twice, you know? And uh, that Ben constantly screaming at his stepson, what are you doing? What are you doing? Don't listen to them. Yeah. Especially if like Rob was playing the master manipulator. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He would, just, he would just like keep saying these little things that would try to egg people on to go mm-hmm. after somebody who was a threat to him. Yeah, I don't I don't like that. So, I don't like that at all. Yeah. I mean but you got every time we played games sometimes it would get rough. <laughs> yeah, and, and I don't think anybody got I don't think anybody got mad. I think it was just one of those things where, uh, yeah, I think that's some of the reason why some of that dissolved is because it just got too hard. There, there'd be more and more people coming over. I think the most, what was the most amount of people that were over there at his place? Because I think 10 is what I counted. I want to say, let's see, you had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, and and he always Ben always was a good host and fed everybody, and then it becomes like it, it becomes like an army. I mean, you were in the military, it becomes like an army kitchen at that point where everybody's just in line getting dishes of food, and you're like, how how much pasta did you make? And they're like a lot, you know, and they would just. You're like, should we just put a sign outside, you know, that like, <laughs> like to let other people yeah, in, or I mean, like you're feeding a lot of people. That was kind of always one of the things, though. I mean, it was you tried to make it like a big family affair where everybody, yeah, just, you felt comfortable, relaxed. Everybody got to eat. I remember pitching in for pizza too. Like you'd pitch in, like, hey, you know, whatever. But we're all pitching in for pizza. I sent you guys pizza or that I sent the house pizza one time a couple times because it was like, yeah, you guys have fed me tons of Saturdays, you know, or Fridays or whatever. So like, yeah, I'm sending you a pizza, you know, or I did, it wasn't one I sent because I was like, there's probably going to be 13 people there. I, I remember asking the when I ordered it from Pizza Hut, there's 13 people. So what would you recommend? <laughs> and they were they had to like go through the menu and be like, all right, well, probably this many larges. If it's this many pieces, yeah, you probably. So like, I it's weird to go to Pizza Hut and have to go ask the waitress basically or the waiter what to get instead of looking on the website just ordering pizza. It was like, yeah, what do you guys recommend? You know, like like I'm at some fancy dining restaurant. So that was yeah. weird because there was so many people. Did you do you so what, do you know what Ben his favorite game it seemed to be was D and D. Because I know you guys did other games, like you said, like um, Cyberpunk or whatever. But it seemed it seemed like it was always D and right. Did what was D and D's favorite? Do you think out of all those? Um, during the time, yeah, I think D and D was his favorite. Because we that seemed to be even though. Right. Uh, what was that one you guys played, like Rift Tracks? Uh, Rifts was one. Yeah, Rifts. Yeah. No, there it's fine. <laughs> we we could have done that too. <laughs> if it was late at night, nobody wanted to go home. He kind of yeah, he really kind of enjoyed that one because it took the whole thing of having you know the whole magic side along with the whole technological side right, yeah. and stuff like that. Well, our joke our joke with tabletops is that Rifts is literally like the sci-fi kitchen sink. And we were out with some friends at a bar nearby and we were pitching it to our friend Todd. And he's like, well, what is it like? And we were with another friend who knew a lot about riffs. And actually he was, the guy brought books with him for some reason. I don't know. And uh, we were at the bar and Todd said, well, what if I wanted to make a magic using insect creature? And Ryan was like, well, actually there's a class for that. Uh, it It was one of those things where if you could think it up, uh, you could do it, 
And that was the cool thing about Rifts. The only problem was they released a world book with every... Because it was nuclear war and every continent had been rewritten through nuclear war. And so they released a world book for every continent. Japan, uh, the Southern South America, Russia, stuff like that. The idea that you had to buy all those books and it was before PDFs. So you had to carry 30 books with you. And it got to the point where I just retired from Rifts because I was like, I can't carry and then if yeah if you didn't buy the books and somebody would come to a session going i have this crazy character that's from japan you're like okay well there's portals and you can travel why are they in louisiana you know or something like that like it it it, it just got crazy um that's how i got back when we were playing you know what was it advanced D uh second edition second edition you had like yeah and then and then they even had remember they had the handbook so they had like the ranger handbook the ninja handbook they had like the psionicist handbook so you, everybody's like oh well like three handbooks deep i made a psionicist ninja and you're like what you know like yeah. what and you're having to switch back and forth between each book to try to find all that stuff I mean, that, that's one thing I do enjoy about D&D Beyond is with a tablet or a PC, you can look something up. In, in, yeah, it's one of the things where when I, I am playing another, I do want to play another game. It's in the D&D universe. It's called Adventures in Middle Earth. It's, it was licensed to be basically Middle Earth D&D. Um, we played it a long time ago. I want to play it with some friends that have never played. Uh, well, one of them has never played. The other one played. But... Now I have to go back to pen and paper and die rolls and I got to look stuff. Like, luckily it's a PDF so I could look it up. But like without D&D Beyond, like the screen sharing and the combat tracking, it kind of makes me depressed to be like, oh, I got to go back in time. And because I was, I'm just getting used to the D&D Beyond stuff, you know? So, well, anyway, but so with Ben, um, what, what was the, when you were there, like I said, he had stories that he talked about of things that happened when he was at the table. So he, he wasn't a backstory guy. He was an experienced guy. Do you remember seeing something that he did that like blew you away? Where you're like, whoa, like, I can't believe you just pulled that off. I still think one of the funniest things he ever did, and this was when we were playing your Middle Earth game. Oh, oh yeah. If you didn't tell the story, I was. So tell the story. It's great. So the idea was in the Adventures in Middle-earth is there is a class called a Slayer, which is basically like a berserker, like a barbarian. It's, it's basically someone that has been wronged and wants to exact their revenge. And Ben came up with an insane backstory where hobbits had just basically been discovered in the world of Middle-earth. It was after smog was destroyed and hobbits are kind of like trading. And there's no restrictions in Adventures in Middle-earth. So you could be anything, really. And so Ben goes, well, here's the deal. I want to be a hobbit, but I want to be a fighter. And I'm like, well, that's not really a hobbit's gig. And he goes, ha ha, here's why we'll change the narrative. My hobbit loved food and everything and hung out with some dwarven merchants and traveled the road with them and became friends with them. But unfortunately, they were killed by orc brigands or something. And so my character became a slayer to avenge their death and kill orcs and the shadow and all this because he saw them die in front of him. And he was like a berserker hobbit, basically, where I remember the big fight I remember was you were fighting one Uruk, uh, Urukai that you guys were like, where did this come from? And Ben leaped on him, but he's so small, he leaped on the guy's head and the guy pulls him off and Ben rolled to fight again and got like a natural. So he's like a cat at this point, just attaching to this thing and this thing's pulling him off and he's leaping and he's he's like, I'm screaming with my daggers out the whole time or whatever. And I'm like... I have never heard of a berserker hobbit, and this is insane. And it was hilarious. I remember everybody at the table was just laughing. He's like, yeah, I go back in there. Of course I would. Like, this is my thing. Screw these orcs. Like, they killed my family, basically, and I want to kill them. And it was crazy. I was just like, what is happening right now? But it was great in the best way possible. Uh, that was what I was like, yeah, and this is, this is what it is. This isn't Ben's backstory was only to get him to be a slayer. But all that stuff happened through roles. I mean, he rolled really well, too. I remember it wasn't something where his slayer whipped. It was like, 
Oh, I'm back in the fight. Like, okay, what do you roll? Oh, I roll. Wow, you're up, you know? And uh, it was, and then I remember there was one thing before that where he went to the Bjorn territory because um, in, in the lore, uh, the Bjorn, basically they start like a militia. And so people go to Bjorn, train, and they protect the woodland area around the Bjorn's glade, you know, and they protect people. And you have to pay them tolls because you're crossing through their area. So Ben was like, all right, um, I've got to meet these Bjornings and I've heard of him. And I go, yeah, people have kind of heard him, you know. And he's like, all right. So he killed like an orc or something in the woods and kept the head, which is really dark for Middle Earth. That's like a really dark thing. And then I remember he got to the gate and bowed and present, like got on his knee and presented it to the guards. And you were Bjorning, but you were like not on guard duty. And the guards are like in... I mean, I was shocked because he's like, I keep the head. I'm like, why would you keep the head of this orc you killed? He's like, you'll see. And I'm like, okay, that's for boarding, Ben. I don't know if I like that. But then when he got to the guard post, he kneeled and presented the head to the guards and said, I'd like to see Bjorn. And they were like, what? <laughs> like, what are you doing? But that was like his tribute to get in. And they're like, yeah, we'll just let him in. I don't really want to mess with him, you know, because he's like, a, you know, the hobbits were supposed to be buttoned up or, and he had like dirt on his clothes and was like this traveling murder hobo uh and they were just like let him in just let him in and it was that was something where i was like ben what i tried to find his character because i have all that stuff when people played and i think he kept his character so i don't know where it is like it's probably in a box or something somewhere but i have everybody yeah he it was crazy because I, I found everybody's character you know you had written notes on your character um but I couldn't find it, so he probably kept it. And I wanted to, I wanted to bring that out and just read because I don't even know his stats or anything. I was just kind of blown away. Like again, this was all stuff that he did, and it wasn't stuff that he told me. You know, he didn't say like, "Oh yeah, one time." You know, as a backstory, one time my character killed some orcs and I presented the head to Bjorn. What? No, he did that. You know, and that was one thing where every time I, every, and we, used to, we would pick on him because while he wasn't paying attention, we tried to steal his uh, his hobbit smoke. Oh, that too, and he had a, he, I think he got a, it was, I think it was him got, like, I rolled on a chart, and he was searching something and found, like, an ancient dagger, like, an artifact or something, and one of the other characters saw it, and the character, with the player was a Dunedain, and they recognized a dagger, and they kept wanting to see it, and Ben was like, I'm not showing it to you, and they're like, all right, like, they just left his, they're like, eh, I'm not not gonna mess with this little guy you keep the dagger i guess you know like he wouldn't he just wouldn't he's like i'm not gonna i'm i earned it like because i remember he role played it he went through and searched this area and killed something and found it and the dude nine's like let me see that he's like why would i show you my dagger and the dude nine's like you got a point like he didn't even mess with him he was like all right you know like your guy's crazy what about like D D though do you remember because he had like darmok was a well-known character there was um i forget the other Kalazar was one of them. Kazar was one. I mean, that was kind of the thing with Ben, though, is it was kind of like Todd with the chicken ball. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Ben Ben would just randomly think of something while we were fighting. And he would be like, okay, I'm going to do this. And you're like, what? You're going to do what? And he goes, yeah, I'm going to run through here. I'm going to slide between his legs, jump up, bounce off the wall, and stab him in the back of the head. And you're like, huh? And yep. he's like, all right, roll. And then, like, he would roll, and he would hit. And he yeah. was like, and it, it actually worked. Yeah, it wasn't even like a natural 20. He just rolled well enough to pull it off. Where it's like by the skin of his teeth, his characters would survive. And you're like, what? You know? Yeah, I remember we played uh, the Star Wars role-playing game one time, like back in the day when you had like 200 dice you had to roll before they simplified it. And my character was a Jedi but didn't realize you could like mask your Force presence. And his character came out to me and was like, oh, hello, Jedi. And I'm like, what? No, because it was, you know, the Empire was around and I didn't. And I'm like, no, shush, you know? And he's like, oh, and then then he's like, well, you like in character, he's like, you do know you could turn it down a bit. And I'm like, what? Because apparently I didn't read that role or whatever. And he's like, everybody was calling me Jedi Master. I was like, mm, 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 you know? And he's like, no, you're, we're fine. You're in safe company and all that kind of stuff, you know? And, uh, 
But that that thing of him just being like, I don't know, it was it was it was crazy. To, like, yeah, again, that was one thing I was always impressed with his playing was the idea that he pulled it off. Like, and it wasn't a boast. It was like, no, he pulled it off. Like, he would be the one where, I yeah, I wish we played, uh, we did more sessions where it was a continuing story. I think it's it's a thing with time too because back then his kids were grown. None of us really had responsibilities. So like you said, it was, you know, you didn't really finish anything you started. And it, it sucks now. Like now we're getting older where we, we finish more campaigns, but we play less, which I actually like because you, you do know where the story goes and something with one character, you see it through to the end, you know? And that, that was one thing I wish now we were playing because it's like, no, Ben, we're just going to do this, you know, for two hours on a Saturday or whatever, you know, and, and you're going to run the same character. It was kind of hard back then, too, because you would think of this grand scheme for this entire game, but then, like, with so many people playing, it just took so long Yeah. that it ended up basically just being a one-shot, you know, like, you went oh, yeah. the dungeon because you were supposed to kill some certain thing, but you ended up just kind of clearing out the dungeon and never really making it to what you were supposed to kill, and that was it. Yeah, I mean, and, and I remember Rob did a lot of, like, elaborate setups, and there's no time for that. You're like, no, we don't want to We don't want to discover the mystery. There's 12 of us, you know? Um, that's why when, when I did the Adventures of Middle-Earth, I purposely split the party because I wanted you guys to have moments where there was only four of you where you could really role-play and have moments and then come together at the end for the finale, you know? Um, but then we were trying to introduce people in and I wanted people to, there were some people that had never played like my wife who had a good time and my, um, my sister-in-law's husband, uh, two of them, uh, came over to play cause I have two sister-in-laws. Um, but it was hard at the end to, and then some of them the, I wanted to make it as easy as possible. So I handed out pre-generated characters, but some of them, it was just like, why would a Dwarven treasure hunter care about this, uh, quest? You know, if they're a Dwarven treasure hunter, they want to go find treasure. They don't want to be on some mystery of the nine or what, you know, whatever it is. So, yeah, I think seeing, I mean, the, the, the bad part about the groups with Ben is just the amount of people, you know, and me kind of going, I don't want to do that. You know, like if I run a game, I don't want that many people, you know, and well, so, you know, if, if he was still around the way like we're playing right now, where you have four of us playing, well, three of us playing, one being in the... Yeah. That right there, I mean, I think he really would have shined a little bit better. Yeah, and I mean, um, at first with Zoom, I didn't... Yeah, because you could spend more time with people. And I, and I think with Zoom, there's a there's an adjustment because you're looking at a screen this big or whatever with people. But I think that um, it... It's easier, it, like now that I've got the cadence down of Zoom and how everything interacts and, and things hit differently, you know, you got to work out some technical things. Like I think all that is getting uh, better. And I think now even with, with Zoom, I think it would have been good. That That's one of the reasons, I mean, I've missed him a lot lately. I know uh, May 7th was his birthday um, and I thought about him a lot. Um, what, your birthday is like mid-May? Yeah, oh, so you're right after him, yeah, so... Um, that's one of the reasons I wanted to do this this month. Um, I didn't do it exactly on his birthday because I was trying to find podcasts with him and stuff like that. And that's why this this episode and the next episode, uh, I mean, he bought me that dishonor too. And I told you the story where I couldn't trade the game to anybody and you owned it. You were one of the ones I tried to trade the game to. You're like, no, I own it. And I'm like, go. But uh, I keep looking at it and I told my wife like, hey, I got to play that game and beat it. Because every time I look at it, I think of Ben. And, you know, he, he was like, you know, I heard this is a good game. I think you should play it. And I did play it for a little bit and was like, this is good. Ben did a good thing. This is a good game. I like it. And then I never finished it. And so I think I want to finish it. And then, you know, obviously me talking to you, I know when we did the memorial originally, uh, his mother was up from Georgia and she's very religious. And I think it was, it was, Ben was a really gregarious guy. He was a great host and he loved to laugh. That's actually one of the things I miss most about Ben's. Just his laugh. That's one thing I miss. And uh, it was so somber. I mean, I didn't want to be disrespectful to his mom because that's how she dealt with what was going on. But it felt like when we were all telling stories, we couldn't tell good stories or we couldn't laugh too loud. But that's just how she grieves. And I can't falter for that. But I, I think you and me talking about this, like really laughing about Ben. And like, that's why I wanted to do this interview. One, I wanted you to talk about 
your brother, and then two, I, you know, I wanted to make it more joyous then. Yeah, just just thinking back on stuff, you know, like we were talking about. I remember when, like, ninety or eighty-five or so, when we got that first Nintendo. Mm. And the gray one, the NES. You got the gray one. Yeah. Yeah, the gray original NES with Doug Hunt from Super Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, during the day we were always outside. That's just how our generation grew up. Yeah. But because if you were inside, you were a failure. Like my mom all the time, go outside. Why? All this stuff I like is in here. Go outside. Dang it. Like you had to, you know. And then, you know, when the street lights came on and we went in the rest of the night, we'd eat dinner and then we'd be on a game. Especially in the summer when you had absolutely, remember the summers when you had no responsibility and you could, remember that? Remember that when you could just stay up till, you're like, you know what, t- tonight I'm going to beat Rampage. You know, <laughs> like, I'm, you know. Oh. oh my god, we got Super Contra, and me and him, we went, uh, what was it, it was about 20 miles to this gas station, because we lived out in the middle of nowhere, but we drive down there, we got like sausage dogs, some candy, some soda. The so worst food you can imagine, yeah, it's like yeah, disgusting. The worst food possible. Even nowadays, you're like, I don't want to put that in me. Yeah, yeah. So we could beat it. Yeah. And it's just thinking back on that. And I always hated it, you know. As the younger brother, the older brother always would be just a little bit better. That's a thing, man. You're like, whatever. Did Did you ever go to him for game help? Like if you were playing something and he... Or were you guys always playing together? Or if you got stuck, would you like, bro... I can't do this. Would he come in and like, okay, let me get you past this point and then we'll move on to, or you can move on to something else. Every, every once in a while. I mean, that, that happened a little bit later when we started having different game consoles like Xbox or something like that. Uh, that game, Neverwinter. I remember Neverwinter, yeah. Neverwinter, yeah. Neverwinter Night. Well, there was Neverwinter Nights, which was like the like turn-based one. And then there was Neverwinter, which was more, yeah. Well, him, him and I did, him and I did it with Portal. We got Portal when it came out on the PC on Steam, and we would have a race, uh, like an unofficial race, where I think we started playing around the same time. And you know, in the first game, you're in test rooms for the beginning of the game, so you're in test room one, and you have to check, you have to do a puzzle to use the portal gun to figure something out, and they get progressively harder. I think there was 19 test rooms, and so we would call each other, and he's like, "What room are you on?" And I'm like, five? He's like, damn it. I'm on three. So then a day later, I'd call, what room are you on? Oh, I'm on seven. Oh, man, I'm on six. So like we were trying to beat each other through the test rooms, you know, and see who could. And it was just like, man. And then we did Portal 2 because like, well, you got to keep tradition going. Hey, they're coming out with Portal 2. And he smoked me. He smoked me so hard. I'd be like, what room are you in? And that game was structured a little differently but he was still like, oh, I'm in this area. And I'm like, I have never even heard of that area. He's like, well, then you're behind. And I'm like, Grr! so I'd go, I try to, I try to, yeah. And then I, and then I, and then I did get him a couple times where I'm like, I figured this one puzzle out pretty easily. He's like, oh, that took me like forever. But then the last, when he pulled away from me uh, in the game, it was, I, I was in this room for 30 minutes. And he's like, oh, you didn't just shoot the portal straight up and then whatever. And then I'm like, what? I didn't even know you could do. He's like, yeah, it was like super simple. And I'm like, oh, and then that is when he just leapt. He's like, oh, yeah. And then there was co-op missions to that. He got another friend of ours, uh, Yefe, uh, Jeff. He got Yefe involved and they just, and then he's like, well, where are you in the game? And it crushed my soul, Joseph. It crushed my soul where I was like, I can't play anymore. I was like a defeated 10-year-old. I'm like, I can't. Even to this day, I haven't beat Maybe that's something else I should do just one day, just beat Portal 2 and be like, suck it, Ben. I finally beat it. You know, like, because it literally did crush me when he's like, it was like he, he breezed through that game. And within a week, 
had got to there and I was so defeated. I was like, I one, I don't know if I could ever come over to your house again, Ben, and two, I can't play this game. I, I don't think after he told me he beat it that I opened it up again to play because it was so demoralizing for him to just run the game so quickly where I'm like, ah. Oh, yeah. So, if you're like, yeah, we're at the same level, blah, 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 you know, yeah, I'll pass you in the morning or something like that. Then next thing you know, he's like five levels ahead of you. And you're like, how did you do that? He's like, well, I stayed up till four in the morning and grinded. He did that in World of Warcraft, too. We played, you know, you... Did you ever play with us when we were playing World of Warcraft? No, when Ben was playing World of Warcraft, that was during a time where me and him kind of went around each other. You know, while I was married and the kids were small and we didn't really, well, it's not we, I didn't really communicate with anybody Hmm. because it was just a bad time. Yeah. But no, I listened to what some of the things he used to do. You know how he played, uh, what was it, one of the trap hunters? Uh, Yeah, he he was a hunter and he used traps and he... It was almost like he could just write a forum thread. He's one of those people that if he wanted to, he never did. He could write a forum thread on the correct way to run. And he'd be one of those, like, I don't like reading those because I'm like, oh, teach their own. But when you watch Ben play his Hunter in World of Warcraft, you're like, yeah, that's kind of like how it should be done. You know what I mean? Like, he's doing everything. He's trapping people. He's doing this. And he even said when he went on runs with people in the, what, Karazhan or one of the... There was like this 72-hour raid where you would attune to. He was he would run it several times to get equipment and he got um he would get accolades from cuz he'd go in a random group sometimes and he would get accolades afterwards about hey man that that's the best you're the best person I've ever seen run a hunter, you know? Yeah. And he'd show me the letters in game like somebody would write him a letter and be like, you know, or on a message thread. See this somebody said that to me, you know, and like, that's crazy, you know, and then he joined the guild. There was a local guild that we joined and the, uh, Ben just said there was a lot of like pre-planning, which drove him crazy. Cause he had ran Karazhan so much. He's like, let's just go, you know? And like they, the guy wanted to plan for 40 minutes, you know, there was no Leroy Jenkins. There was all the planning. And Ben was like, I know this, let's just go. And, uh, but yeah, Ben was like that. And he even, I remember him telling me stories. He goes, yeah, I out DPS the rogue, which I was like, what? Like that shouldn't be possible and he's like i did it and i'm like oh and then he was one of those people going man they nerfed my pets they nerfed my traps he was one of those guys when they would release patch notes it'd be like damn it you know (laughs) like he'd be like so mad like but he knew but that's what he did and and then he said he had to quit because he goes i i calculated how much time i was spending and it was what do you say 20 hours a week or 30 hours it was an insane amount of time and he's like i gotta i gotta step away i can't do this anymore you know so he had to came to games and certain stuff he had a very addictive personality when he came to that stuff he did you but know, he did realize that he had to walk away but yeah he did early on he would get sucked in pretty easy yeah. well and like with his martial arts too he would start you know oh well i started doing kung fu well now he's doing kung fu every single day yeah Three hours well, yeah you probably talked to him about that i did i was like take one day off because you're gonna hurt yourself and he did he hurt himself like twice, yeah, I think. Was, I think it was like twice. Was yeah. yeah. I was like, you just take one day off to let your body rest, you know? And he's like, no. And that was, he lost like 60 pounds or something. So he saw results and he kept, he's like, I got to push forward. And I'm like, I get, you know, you're seeing results, but you're going to snap something. You know, you're going to, you're going to spin or something and your ankle's going to break. Like, you, you know, and he's like, no. And I, I get that idea of he's, he was actually seeing results. And so he stayed with it, you know? Um, but yeah. It was, uh, but that was just when it came to like martial arts or games, he was super competitive. Yeah. And it used to always drive me crazy because you start playing something and you're trying to one up him and then he one ups you and then one ups you again. Well, again, Portal 2. Yeah, Portal 2 broke my soul where I was like, never again, Ben. We're not doing it. Like, I'm not, whatever you're playing, because. We would do that too, like Guild Wars 2, you bought the game and then it was free every month, which was great. 
But he's like, hey, are you logging on? I'm like, I'm exhausted. I'm not, you know, he's like, okay, well, I'll just run X. And then you'd log on. You're like, what level is your guy? He's like, oh, 25. And I'm like, oh, I just made a guy. I'm level two. Crap, you know? Now, there was things in Guild Wars 2 where they would, like, get you to that level or whatever, which was nice. But I always felt like he's like, you know, I'm like, are you, you're you're literally slumming it with me here in the low B level. He's like, oh, that's fine. Um, but, yeah, he did he did do that. I, Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things I, I still miss, though. And it was funny. When we did the podcast, he'd always be like, well, you're the gaming guy and I'm the movie guy. I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's true, Ben. But, like, when you play a game, you – like, I do impressions of games and I like a wide, uh, a wide berth and swath of games to try. You are like a laser where you focus on Guild Wars 2 and that's what you do – for 20 hours a week or world of warcraft you know me i'm like oh i tried this for a few hours i tried that for a few hours you know and this one like you remember us starting to play the division oh yeah 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 we playing the division like he's like oh yeah you know get this game we'll all play and everything and i'd get it and i'd be like well what level have you been and he's like oh i'm this i'm like shit <laughs> <laughs> It started all over again, where you're like, here we go again. Here, we're going to get on the treadmill. Well, and then I finally called up with him, because he had to work at the time, and I did. Ah, there you go. It was like the one time. kind of got back to where we were level. Yeah. But, yeah. And then we'd go do the playing with, like, you and Carla, or you and, uh, like... My in-laws, or whatever. Yeah, my in-laws, yeah. Um... Well, one cool thing about the division, Ben came over to house it because Carla and I went out of town, and he literally downloaded his profile onto my Xbox so he could come over and play the division while he was house sitting because he'd check on the dogs, he'd uh, just make sure nothing was you know messed up, and just spend some time with the dogs a little bit. But I was like, "How long were you here?" And he's like, "Oh, about forty minutes." I'm like, "You played the division, didn't you?" He's like, "Yeah, like I I logged on and did this and that." His profile is still in my Xbox, so every time I see his profile. Uh, and I'm like, ah, I've had a lot of worse things on my Xbox, you know? So yeah, I mean, th- that was some, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to do this is cause like I said, I, you know, I don't want to disrespect his mom, but like it, it was so somber when we did that, you know, we got together and spoke about him and she wanted to do it to celebrate his life. But I, I felt like it was so quiet. Like I was like, I don't think, you know, I, I want to, I want to, I want to laugh more. I want to, you know, cause Ben would like that, you know? somber because I mean yes his mom was there but there was still there was the friction in the house yeah yeah, yeah. because of everything that was going on and all of that but it just you know it happened so well I mean it kind of happened fast well he 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 the he had cancer for a while, but when he deteriorated, I think that was fast. Like, we knew he had cancer and he's going through treatments. That that part was like, ooh. He, he got the cancer. They did the surgery. They put that head thing on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was doing okay for a little while, but then it came back so fast. Yeah. And he had just basically given up. Like, he didn't try to fight it anymore. He just sat there and he gained a lot of the weight back that he had lost. Well, he couldn't remember. He was starting to go numb. Like, he couldn't walk. Like, he couldn't, you know, he couldn't yeah, do the things like, to be active. Like, he had a cane and then he... Had, yeah. And you'd have to walk with him because we'd take him to the store to go get something. And I would have to stand on, I think it was his left side, because he couldn't see anything. Oh, that's right. He said his vision. Well, because the, the, the tumor or whatever was right next to his, yeah. his ocular, and they took that out. But he they would in, He would run into people or run into things, so you would have to basically sit there with it and make sure he didn't run into anything. Yeah. And, you know, it was sad to see it when at nights when it was him and Debbie and then I was across the hall. If he fell or if something happened then I would have to go over there and help pick him up and get him back in the bed or get him right. finished doing what he was doing. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, it was a sad thing and it was a hard thing. I Yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the reasons I just, when Carla said, do you want to go to therapy? I was like, yes. <laughs> like, I didn't, I was like, yeah, to keep my sanity, I think. Uh, and my therapist reminded me it's been like two years. He's like, by the way, you've been doing this for two years. I was like, 
Wow. And then I, uh, to talk, not to talk about therapy, but he wants to know what I'm writing. Cause he goes, I want you to write and send me what you're writing. So effectively I have homework. So I sent him a short story and he, what did my therapist write? He said, this story, why is, he said, your story is also, um, dark foreboding. Uh, it has great kind of, uh, great elements of uh, dark fantasy or something. And then he said, but there's a glimmer of hope there. And I said, you've just described my life in three <laughs> senses, dark foreboding with just a glimmer of hope. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, that was one of the things, I mean, you know, uh, listening last night, listening to Ben, I listened to some of the podcasts with him on it. And I, I, I asked my wife, I'm like, do you want to hear it? Like I found it. And she listened to a couple minutes and she, this really makes me sad. And then she woke up this morning and said, I was sad about it, but happy at the same time to hear his voice because he was happy in that clip. We were talking. He was healthy. Um, it's weird, the power of the just his voice, you know, of like hearing that again, you know. So It's just so crazy because you think of things in like Christmas time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All, all he wanted to do was bake. You know, you think Christmas time, you think Ben baking. It was what he did. You know? Carla and I still have fights over the treats we didn't get because one of us would eat them. Like she ate all of his, uh, she ate all of his roasted. He did like roasted walnuts or roasted chestnuts or something. Carla ate all of those, so I got none of them. And so it would happen so many years. I'd be like, Ben, you didn't put any roasted walnuts or whatever. And he'd look at Carla and she'd start laughing. And then, but Carla's like, Joe, you ate all of his pecan bar bites because he made pecan bars and then would slice them up really small. And then I would eat all of them. And Carl's like, we didn't get any of those. Or no, that's what we said. Last, we were joking around about it last night. We were talking about Ben and everything. And she goes, uh, I said, well, she goes, strangely enough, he didn't put any roasted walnuts in any Christmas thing. I said, that sounds a little suspect. And she goes, yeah, but then the pecan, you know, the pecan things were gone. I was like, well, that's something he forgot too. You know, he just forgot to put those in because I was eating all of those and she was doing the walnuts. You know, it was crazy. Yeah. And he said too, it when he started doing that, he realized it was as much as his buying somebody something like it costs it. Cause he was, he was making, but he was like giving them people at work. He was giving them to us. He was giving them to their friends. It was just like, he'd bring over these big care packages of just treats, you know? Well, so. and you know how Ben got, Ben got to where he would go shopping at like, uh, what was that? The Met and places like that. So when he was buying all the ingredients for all that stuff, it was expensive. He was buying the expensive stuff. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't getting like the Costco bag of walnuts. He was like, "Oh, look, these ones that are grown in a farm in Connecticut." You're like, "Why, Ben? Why? Like, we don't know. Like, bake them. Like, it doesn't matter." Yeah, he would do that though. I mean, it was just you think of little things like that. Like he was always, even if he was having a bad day, he would still. We would still crack jokes and do stuff just to make each other feel better. Like, when I first yeah. went back there, I had horrible, horrible anger management issues. Mm -hmm. And I would kind of black out, cuss somebody out. Oh. You know, the tone of your voice, the way you said something, the way you looked at me, I would just cuss you out. Right. And... Ben would just look at me and goes, hey, do you know what you just said? I said, I'd say, no, I, what did I say? And he said, you just said this to me. I'm like, oh, wow. He never got mad at me. He never got angry. You know. He's like, hey, just, just to let you know. You know <laughs> like, I'm, just let me know. Yeah, I'm family. It's okay, but you might not want to go to Walmart and like pipe off like that. Like. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. They're like, we're going to start a swear jar for you. And by the time you're done with this swear you jar... You should have just wrote him like, like a blank check and been like, here, at the end of the month, just write the amount. Like, you guys keep count, and I'll cut you a check. Because there, there's no way I'm going to be able to keep track of what, you know, what, what it... But, I mean, that was just... That was just how he always was. He never really got mad. That's like I got a picture of him. And it makes me laugh so hard from the 80s when he had his old T-Bird, which was like an 85 or an 86 mm. T-Bird. 
him and his friend Mike were in their zoomy pants. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. The, the, the hammer pants? Boys. Yeah, the hammer pants with the big square sunglasses yeah. and their little uh, flat tops acting like, well, Ben had a flat top. I saw one photo of that and it blew my mind to see Ben with a flat top. I think it was a military thing where he had to, and I was like, yeah, I was like, you, you have a flat top. He's like, yeah, it was, I, it was a regulation. I'm like the flat top was not kind to you, Ben. I mean, I love you, man, but like, no, nah, that was not the best. But I mean, you know, I literally just let my, when I had hair, I just let it go. You know, I think he gave me a hard time of like, do you want to run a comb through that? You know, like years ago when I was like, no. Uh, yeah, the flat top wasn't kind to him, though. It was just like he was going to be a wrestler, him and his buddy. Mm-hmm. They were going to be like the nasty boys. And... That was what it was in the 80s. That was what you are going to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you just, you just remember all the times with him, and it was always something funny. Yeah. I mean, there were, there were a couple of bad times, but those... They were far and few and far between. You know, it was yeah. always him in a good mood, him trying to be happy, him trying to make everybody around him happy. I only saw him in a bad mood once, and that's when I came back when I was studying abroad, and I came back just to see how I was doing, and I hadn't talked to him in a while, and uh, he was going through the divorce, and I was like, "What's going on?" And he told me, and I was like, "Are you all right?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm okay," and that was kind of all he said about it, you know. Uh, but I, I mean, you know, having time alone, I remember him telling me later, reflecting, having time alone, he said it was probably some of the best times of his life because he was able to figure out, you know, like everybody was talks about self-care and a mental health day, but to really be alone and take time and really be with yourself is important. I think he found that and it was great to see him change like that too, to be a different person later on, you know, and then still, he still wanted to game. Cause I remember we were talking about gaming and I said, you know, man, because we both kind of stepped away from tabletops and all that for a while. And I said, hey, man, I'm really thinking of getting, doing some more tabletop again. And he goes, I've been thinking the same thing. Like we started to kind of get the itch, you know, and it was really cool to see him be a, a better, happier person and then also play and still keep that, see that jovial part of him, you know, like it, like he, nothing broke, you know, like he was, he was happier and better, you know. And that's one of the things I love too, because when I did go back up there, you know, when it was just him, you could tell like he had worked through a lot of things that he had been going through with mm-hmm. all that. And, you know, he was out and about. It, it, it kind of reminded me of like when we were younger and he would be, hey, let's go to the movies. Hey, let's go do this. Hey, let's go get some uh, some cookie. Let's go get the cookie from the Met or let's or, go yeah. to Carina's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Let's go do this and let's go do that. Let's go to the 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 I say French market. French market. Uh, there's that German. The there was that. Market. Oh yeah, there there was. Did he ever take you to that German market too? There was like a German market and a German bakery next to each other too. Like somewhere yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. We used to go there all the time. We pick up like Landjäger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And some other stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we go do all that. I mean, I attribute that to why I'm as fat as I am. <laughs> but you're happier, Todd. You're happier because of, remember that he made you happier for actually having to go do that. So, yeah, don't, don't, um, oh, yeah. yeah, don't, I mean, don't get too it mad. Great, it was great times. I sit there every once in a while and I'll be like, damn him for making me eat all this stuff. <laughs> so good. But then it was worth, it was, it was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> it was so worth it. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. I mean, again, that that's why I wanted to do this was because I, I wanted to laugh about Ben and I've been thinking about him a lot lately, you know, because of his birthday and everything too. So, um, yeah. I forget what year did he pass away? That's one thing. Is it 20, was it 2019 or 2018? 2019. Was it 19? That sounds, it was like. No, it was 2018. Yeah. Because mom and dad. Cause it was in, and then you, and then you had all the COVID stuff happen, right? So like a year later, yeah. Was it? Cause it was like earlier in the year when he passed too, like. February. Yeah, cause. Yeah, I think it was March, cause I remember getting that text from Debbie, 
because uh, we had been over and seeing him and hospice was there and it was like well it's really only a matter of time and then we were coming over every day and then I got the text from Debbie like in the morning uh, yeah it happened yeah um, yeah man so what what is what is one thing that you'll always remember about Ben I mean we've already talked about like uh, just in general it doesn't have to be gaming or anything you know for me it's his laugh that's one thing I always remember that thing where it was just so loud if we were in a movie theater I, and we got separated for whatever reason and we got tickets, because back in the day you couldn't assign seats. So it's like, oh, crap. And Ben's like, all right, I'll go sit over here. Okay, cool. I knew exactly where Ben was in the theater because if there was a, a funny scene, I would hear him laugh like across and I'd be like, Ben is in 4C or, you know, like I could hear it across. That was one thing I'll miss about That's Ben. Funny. is. That's another funny thing thinking about it because you remember how anal it was the scariest like, I've ever felt, and I his anger wasn't directed at me. Where I was like, "Ooh, he's gonna kill someone!" <laughs> like I thought he was. Yeah, like the one time where he like slid over the chairs to somebody like two rows in front of him and was like, "Turn off your phone." Well, yeah, he didn't even. He he didn't even he he cussed, but he didn't use the f word a lot. But I've seen him use the f word when it was the phone at the theater where he I saw him do the same thing like you said at one time where he leaned over and he goes turn off your fucking phone I was like whoa man whoa. like that's crazy like that would set him off but what's one thing that you remember about Ben is it that is his no it, it wasn't so much that I tell you one of the things that I will always remember about Ben was our weekends mm. when we'd go get those shitty sausage <laughs> and all that go back and play Contra Oh, yeah, he talked about that. And I remember when you moved up, he's like, remember King Ralph? And you guys would look at each other. And I'm like, I've seen it twice. And you guys, greatest movie of all time. I'm like, is it really? Like, I, you're like, it was to us. Greatest movie of all time to us. It was the greatest movie to us because the closest rental place was where we'd get those crappy sausage dogs and candy. And I get it. They had like a little section where you could rent movies and stuff like that. And we saw King Ralph, and we're like, well, it's got John Goodman in it and everything. It should be pretty funny. He's great, and yeah. we got it, and we just laughed our asses off the whole night watching that movie. And it, I mean, I'll probably... I'll probably have to watch it again. It's been years. Uh, I remember a teacher, I think, was just tired of us. And it was one of those last school day things where I'd seen it. And she goes, I'm just going to put on King Ralph and then just m messed around at her desk. for the. It was like the last day of school when she obviously yeah. didn't want to be bothered. She probably put some bourbon in her coffee and was just sitting there grading papers, quote unquote. And I was like, why are we watching? Because like... I get it's your last day, but you'd figure like, okay, we're in science. We're going to watch this documentary. It's the last day, but let's watch something science related. She just, it was an English class. She goes, well, we're going to put on, it's a literature class. We're just going to put on King Ralph. And I'm like, what is happening here? I don't know why, you know, but it was the last day where she's like, I don't give a crap. You know, like you guys don't. Yeah, I, you don't care. I don't care. I'm putting on King Ralph. I'll probably do that. I'll probably watch King Ralph again and I'll let you know. Uh, what I my new review of King Ralph from 1985. So, do you have any any closing thoughts? Anything you want to add before we wrap up? You know, it's it, it's been hard since I since he's been gone. But I mean, you know, I I still play the games. I still do that, uh, and. Every time we played D&D &D or every time we played, I always still picture him here with us. Yeah, I think he was. I think, I think. Just, just laughing and, you I, know. I think we'd have to tell him to mute his mic the most because if he would start laughing, like we couldn't, we wouldn't be able to hear anything. Like Ben, Ben, mute your mic, you know, like it would be. I remember one time, really quickly, one time he was playing World of Warcraft and he didn't mute his mic and he was listening to Radiohead. And I was like, Ben, are you listening to Radiohead right now? And he's like, yeah, how do you guys know? I go, do you have your mic directly in front of your stereo? And he's like, is it that loud? We're like, Ben, all we hear, like, I know I listen to Radiohead too. I know exactly what album you're listening to, what track you're on. He's like, oh, crap, I'll turn it off. I'll turn it off. Yeah, it was pretty funny. So 
Yeah, I'll, I'll de- I, I still miss him. I definitely miss him. But like you said, he, it, it, you do that, especially with me with the website or the, the podcast talking about grief. You do have this feeling of like people still kind of being around, you know, like my me talking about my dad and talking about my mom. Like they're still kind of around talking about Ben. You know, I that's kind of like the legacy that people leave, you know, and, and Ben, it was a great legacy. I never I never think about Ben and go. Oh man, you know that one time I really screwed it. Like we really got mad at each other. I mean, you obviously know him a lot longer than I am, but all that is completely. I mean, I don't have any of those. It's always like, man, that dinner was really good, or like we made each other laugh, or we made the short film together. Like they're all good memories, you know. I don't think I had one bad memory with Ben. I think he one time we got in a disagreement or something really dumb, like a movie or something. Yeah. But well, you know, just yeah. No, I mean it was always good, and I mean that's like that time I met you guys in Reno. Oh, that was amazing. I, that was an amazing night. Didn't you drive for like two hours to get there? Yeah. That was great. I was living in California at the time. Yeah, I was like, uh, oh, you're here. And you're like, hey, what's up? And I was like, wow, it's crazy. I haven't seen you in years. And then, yeah, we just hung out all night. Uh, and was you and Ben were out late that one night, though. I remember that. Where, well, yeah, because uh, we, we all went to that strip club. Yeah. And, and then, oh yeah and he did he did this stereotypical thing where he's like i like she's cute i'm like don't do it ben don't don't he did the yeah he did the thing oh that poor gentle soul well i still think about i still think about ben a lot uh joseph thanks for talking I know it's probably a little bit rough, but I wanted to make it happier. Like I said, I don't have a bad memory about Ben, and I'd rather do this than have a subdued dinner where we can't talk about yeah. things, you know? Well, so thanks for doing this. Not a problem. And like I said, you know, your family too. You were all, I've known you since 2000. Yeah, I think that's when you, yeah. Like 99 or 2000. Yeah. Yeah, well, that that was one of the things, man. But yeah, I mean, uh, thanks, and I'll probably have you on the podcast again because we're gonna. I'm probably gonna do something D and D related. Like maybe I'll I might record like I've done it with my wife and my friend, but I I'm gonna record a um, like a one shot, and so maybe I'll have everybody on to just do a one shot, uh, our group, you know, and I might put that with everybody's permission. I might put that on the podcast. So, um, yeah. If you're up for it. Definitely. Cool. And that was it. That was uh, <clears throat> that was me talking to Joseph, Ben's stepbrother. So, yeah, we just tried to, you know, make it a little bit happier, like we said, and uh, kind of reminisce about Ben. Uh, so, you know, again... This podcast will have my website, www.gamewithgrief.com, Monday morning, 7 a.m. Go there, leave a comment, let me know what you think of the show, or you can go over to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast there. It's the Gaming with Grief podcast with Joseph Carlson, Uh, or you can go to the Google Play Store, uh, subscribe to the podcast there, same title, same icon, black uh, icon with a smoky background, Um, leave a comment, review, likes, all that kind of stuff, Um, or... You can write me an email at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Uh, write me there again. Let me know how I can improve the show or just generally, uh, you know, let me know if you've actually heard the show. Uh, that would be good too. Um, or you can go to Twitter and find me there at Just Little Joe. So I think with that, everybody, I think that's a kind of a wrap for this week. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>